everybody. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Traumatize Me, Captain. I'm uh, your co-host, Rachel Afjay. I'm the other co-host, Richie Afjay. We have a special guest with us. Who are you? I am the freeloading roommate, Tiana. Period. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Happy to have you here. Happy to be uh, here. You are also my niece. I am your niece. Which is very exciting. You live with us. I do. I'm your niece-in-law. 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 I think we could just say niece. Yeah, I think we could do that. We could probably do that. We aight. That would probably be fine. (laughs) We aight. I aight. I aight. I (laughs) aight. That's good. That's pirate themed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Keep it on brand. Um, I just want to, before we get started, I just want to say thank you because we have had so many listeners. Oh. Really? Yeah. Like a thousand. Ooh. Really? No, it's like 40, but (laughs) 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 I'm grateful for each and every one of them. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are, are talking to me about it, which makes me feel like someone's paying attention, mm. which uh, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Is that someone is giving me attention. I'm just like the children that I work with. <laughs> um, we are going to start with good things. Okay. Who's got a good thing? Am I starting? Yeah, I mean, whoever's got one. Uh. My good thing, it's associated with my morning walks again. But Period. Um, first burp down. Um, Period. <laughs> I, uh, I saw a, a great sign. Um, it, looked, it looked like a, it was in someone's yard. I was out on my walk. Mm-hmm. And I took a picture of it. Maybe it'll go up on our Instagram. But uh, it, w- it looked like a, a presidential campaign sign. Mm. But it said, presidents are temporary. Wu-Tang is forever. <laughs> <gasps> That's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't tell me you saw that. I guess you're telling me now. Yeah. Was that today? Uh, it was either today or yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Wow. It's yeah. pretty, yeah. That's fantastic. That's your good thing? Yeah, that's my good thing. I love that for you. What about you, T? What's your good thing? Um, Actually, today I got my first self-confirmation that my anxiety meds are working. <gasps> How excited! What did you start? You're on. I'm on Le- Lexapro. Lexapro. Lexapro yeah. girlies are out there. Lexapro girlies. Um, yeah, I had a situation with a patient. I'm a dental assistant, by the way. Period. Um, where they were upset about something, and um, normally I would panic and go grab somebody else just because I'm not emotionally equipped to handle upset people because I'm an upset <laughs> person. Um, that's real um, but today I just buckled down and like I didn't even feel anxious about it I didn't feel frustrated I just like powered through and I was just like 12 weeks ago that would have sent me over the edge well there's like brain science behind that there's there's mirror neurons Mm -hmm. uh, which happen in traumatized people and I'm going to ruin this explanation but essentially uh, when someone is traumatized and they're having a big feeling or emotion they are looking for other people to mirror that emotion so yeah. if i'm at a level 11 i expect you to get to a level level up level 11 too uh and in, in teaching it's a big thing of like when they come at you with a level 11 you need to meet them at like a two yeah and see i just i match it like immediately yeah. like i panic yeah so so if you're if i mean as a teacher if i'm here they're here if i'm here they're here what's it, what's it called Mirror neurons. Oh, do vampires not have those? No, <laughs> no, they have garlic neurons. Garlic neurons. Let me. I'm gonna do a quick little research to make sure I explain that correctly because someone's gonna um, sue me for getting it wrong. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, 
Uh, okay, a brain cell that reacts both when a particular action is performed and when it's only observed. Okay. Yeah, so if, you, if you're traumatized and you see someone experiencing a level 10, like your brain activates, goes to a level 10. So yeah. you seeing someone at a level 10. Does it, is it, would it make you mad if I told you I could read that all the way from here? Yeah. You can I'm read like, that? I'm like squinting, trying to read. The computer is like across, it's not even full screen. <laughs> the Google Chrome's uh, window is not even full screen. <laughs> you can see that? Mm-hmm. And then that says uh, Alyssa, the Facebook, it just mess- Alyssa messaged us. Wow. Shout out to Alyssa. That's amazing. I can see her corona. That's where my eyesight stays. <laughs> yeah. Cheers <laughs> to that. Happy Thursday? It's Thursday. Thursday. It's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. What's your good thing, Rachel? Um, I have a couple of good things. Um, my first good thing is at work today, we have a brand new building. It's mm, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and p- one feature is our gym and cafeteria are connected by a, uh, a movable wall. Oh, I love Ooh. those. So cool. And the old-fashioned ones in school, you used to have to, like, drag each pull piece it, yep. and pull it and batten down the hatches, lock it into place. Uh, but this one is pretty cool. One person stands on one side of the wall with a key turned, and they push a button, and the other person stands and pushes the button on the other side of the wall. And then it goes, and it, like, moves automatically. How does it go? <laughs> and it'll, like, 100% cut your fingers off if you're not careful. And my coworker let me be the other one to push the button. So I'm basically the principal. Oh, 100%. You run at, the school. At the, there's a... Um, oh, Cool. Thanks for your blood. Um, yeah. I'm basically the principal now. It's very exciting. Uh, it's a big, big opportunity for me to close the wall today. <laughs> it made me feel very fancy. Close the wall. Okay. Close so here's the, the question. Wall. Did you close it? Were you in the cafeteria side or the gym side? I was in the gym side. Oh, love I it. was in the gym side. And as we started, I was like, you did this just to lock me in another room. <laughs> so you don't have to listen to me talk anymore. Uh, so that's my first good thing. Um, my second good thing is the competition i have been running at nate jackson's super funny comedy club Mm -hmm. since august (laughs) we started planning it i think in july um and it has consumed a lot of my time and energy since then uh two days ago on tuesday we had the finals finals which was very exciting um and it it was uh it was (laughs) pretty incredible because that place seats about 280 people and for every show leading up to this we'd had like 30 people in the audience, you know, Mm -hmm. 15 people, 50 maybe. And so we were like, we need it to be packed for the finals. And so we told the comedians, you can have unlimited comps. And I also told the comedians, in the previous rounds, the people who've moved on typically are people who brought people. Mm -hmm. And that is just like, because your people are there, they're loud, you have a better set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And our comp list quickly reached 290 people. And it's wow. a Tuesday night, so we were like, some people for sure are not going to show up. Uh, and then, day before the competition, we sold 100 tickets. It got up to 115 by the time we got to the door. Uh, and every goddamn one of them showed up. Oh, of course they did. So we turned away about 100 people at the door. It was so stressful. I felt so bad for the wait staff. Shout out to the staff at Super Funny Comedy Club because they work so hard. Um, and I hope they made good tips that night. But... <laughs> People were yelling at them, for sure. Oh, wow. And I, like, walked up to this lady. She's like, you promised me a seat. <laughs> and the the door lady, the security head bitch in charge, Joy, was like, I didn't promise you shit. <laughs> I love Joy. She didn't say it like that. But she was like, mm-hmm. read the email. Read the fine print. Um, and basically was like, if you didn't um, pay money, you, I don't owe you anything. Right. You don't get anything at all. Uh, and so the finals happened. 
It was super sold out. We had uh, comedians who couldn't even get in. Like, local comics wanted to come and watch, and I feel very bad about that. Um, the the contestants didn't even have a place to sit. They were hanging out by the bar. <laughs> I was squeezed into a booth with, like, Nate Jackson, um, one of his buddies, and then Richie, me, and Jayla were all squeezed into a booth. <laughs> like, Nate Jackson owns the goddamn club and doesn't even have, like, a, a space to sit by himself. You think if you'd have a whole table. You, yeah. But we sold all of them. So there was no table for Nate Jackson. Uh, so he had to sit with me. And <laughs> that's his punishment for letting me run the competition. But it went really well. Everyone had really good sets. Uh, and my my good friend, Jackie Turgeson, took home third place. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's also the same place I took in the Comedy Voice competition at Tacoma Comedy Club. Mm. So me and Jackie, we're the same. Period. Uh, and then Brent Lowry from Portland, he got second mm. place. And my sweet friend, Chase Myers won the whole thing and his girlfriend just so excited oh she was like jumping up and down screaming she's like my man it was so cute oh she loves him yeah they are uh they're very cute together and he is a very good comedian good. oh he was it was like everyone else's set was amazing and and chase's set was like like two notches above everyone else's. Yeah. It was like everyone was looking around like, we can go home now. Like, this, yeah. this is it. <laughs> he went up like fifth, I think. And then yeah. like after his set, fifth out of 11 people. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's over. It's over. And <laughs> it was literally like, okay, who's second and third? Yeah. <laughs> and Brent went up last and he got second. So Yeah. Oh, nice. Not easy. Yeah. Brent also, it was really interesting because Brent al- almost didn't make it through the um, semifinals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the pre- prelim. I think it was either the semifinals or the prelim. He went first. He got the bullet. And he was, like, fifth. Like, he was, like, the last one to move on. Mm. Uh, and so to see him take second, it just, uh First validated that competitions are baloney and anything could happen. There's no way to know. No way to know. Because comedy is uh, subjective. Exactly. So each show is different. Each crowd is different. Each way you say the words out loud is different. Sometimes it just doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to see him go from barely making it through to taken home second place iconic iconic and there was also people who like won their their prelim and their semis by a mile you know and they didn't they didn't place in the finals but everyone crushed is the point yeah and i'm so glad it's over because now i can go take a nap (laughs) i feel like there were a couple sets that were okay but that might be just me just being bitter about not making it to the finals okay yeah that's fair i also um um I have an investment in these people. Uh, I, I already told them they all crushed, so I have to, <laughs> I have to maintain that story. <laughs> I'm kidding. They did. Everyone did really well. Um, and so my good thing is that, A, that competition is over, yep. and I can, like, recoup. And next year, if Nate, if when Nate lets me run it again, uh, it's going to be better. It's going to be smoother. It's going to be... Because you know the hiccups. You know what, what to yeah. expect now. By the end, we were like a well-oiled machine. We had a spreadsheet. Oh, we There's no stall set. We know who won as soon as the last comic steps off stage. Yeah. Um, and that's because we rigged it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the, it, it does all the math for us. So we just put the scores in and then it ranks everybody. Um, so I'm excited to do it again next year. And I'm also very excited that it's over. Yeah. And now they're doing a karaoke competition. Yeah. Which Ooh. I was on the way to work today. We were listening to um, the, the Spotify DJ. Mm-hmm. And it put on I'll Be by Edwin McCain. Oh, yeah. McCain. Is there a is there a specific, like, 
connection to that song for you? Yeah, because you sang it in a bar to me, and mm-hmm. everybody sang along with you, and Gaby Lucas was like, ugh, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was explaining to Tori that you sang it to me at karaoke, and um, it reminded me that you need to sign up for that competition. I don't know about that. I don't yes. know if I need to. Please. You should, is what she's saying. Please. <laughs> I'll pay your registration fee. What's the registration fee? $10. <laughs> and it go- <laughs> It's $10. I'll pay it. Please. Okay, to, to be completely frank, the prize is $1,000 and no one signed up yet. So literally pay $10, <laughs> win 1000 Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds great. Can't go wrong. I mean, you can't go wrong. You got to show up on like four nights and sing it and then you get $1,000. <laughs> Simple money making moves. Mm-hmm. Girl math. Follow me for more girl math. <laughs> girl math. Technically you made $909. $909. Nine hundred ninety dollars. Yeah. So you made money, you didn't lose money at all. Exactly, and that's girl math. Girl math. Period. I started saying that to my students. <laughs> they were doing something. They were like, one of my kids today was like, "Do you want? Do you want one dad or two dad? Or do you want two dads or three dads?" And then I was like at my desk, and I was like, "I'd go for just one." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "No, no, 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 no. You can either have two or three. Because if you have one, then you have two. Because then if you have th- two, you have three. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. And I told him it was girl math, and he got offended. Because <laughs> he's not a girl. Yeah, that's right. That is right. The fifth graders, they're also they're doing something new. Uh, do you know when you were in school and you like caught someone doing something sneaky? Mm-hmm. What would you say? What would you say to them? I'd be like, ooh. Like, ooh. you're basic, yeah. Yeah, you're basic. <laughs> like, that's just something basic to do when someone's doing something, like, sneaky. You're like, ooh. Yeah. What would you say? I would probably yell, oh, he's stealing or something. Yeah. And you would say, like, I caught you. Red, I don't know. Red-handed. Red-handed. Oh, red-handed. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, which means something different now in the day of talkies. Because <laughs> when we're reading, I catch kids red-handed eating talkies all the time. Uh, <laughs> but they don't say that anymore. They don't say that anymore. What do they say? Do you want to know what they say? They watch someone do something sneaky and they go, ooh, I caught you in 4K. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Love that. Literally, one of my kids lost a tooth and he was like, my mom thought she was slick, but I put a camera up. I got the tooth fairy in 4K. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So funny. Not the camera being up. So funny. So funny. And then today I watched a kid uh, like throw something and he wasn't supposed to. And then another kid saw it too and was like, I caught you in 4K. Like, do you even know what that means? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you even know? <sighs> Neat. Yeah. So those are my good things. Good. Good. Uh, so who are you? Who traumatized you? <laughs> no, trans- no transitions on this podcast. We just go right into it. Um, everybody, honestly. Well, before we do that, can we talk about um, about the history of the three of us on this podcast? Yeah. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, uh, Rachel was born, and then uh, I was born 10 years later. Rachel Period. hated my guts for the first, like, six years of my life. I don't know if that's true. You t- uh, I <laughs> was mad you were taking my attention away. Yeah, which, I mean, you were traumatized. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, my mother kicked rocks. And <laughs> I think you mean the bucket. Yeah, she yeah. kicked the bucket. She kicked the rock bucket. And um, <laughs> she really does hit the tree there. Yeah, um, it was a pole, but yeah. Yeah. <well, <laughs> <laughs> and the tree. It was double whammy. Double whammy. And well, then she died. But so a really man-made triple. tree. 
<laughs> um, and then I remember Rachel uh, being so excited about this bearded man that she met at a comedy show, and she would rave about him. And then all of a sudden, you used to go to raves. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> that's not even close to rave music. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, they were married. That's true. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Uh, then they bought a house, and then I moved in. That's true. Yeah. And I've been here for almost a year now. That's very true. Yeah. Really? I thought it's been more than a year. December 4th is when I moved in. Oh. Never so. forget. Of last year? <laughs> of last year, <laughs> Not yeah. Not the year before? Nope. I know. It feels like she's been with us forever. Yeah. I moved in, and then two days later, brought in a Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that did happen. That did happen. Yeah. As you do when you move into a new place. You just bring a Christmas tree. You bring a Christmas tree. Period. <laughs> Um, also, we've recorded this episode once already. We have. What, ha- what happened? It's 811, make a wish. I wish that you would give me a Christmas tree. <laughs> um, I think we were, it was, just, it was all over the place. It was obnoxious a little bit, you know, random. When you say it, um, it was me. It was I, you. It was you. <laughs> I, we recorded this podcast at like midnight last we week after the Laughing Elk. Um, and I was drinking brown sugar bourbon. Oh, yes, you were. And I was were. talking about sponsorships, and I was being just, just terrible. Um, tonight I have a tequila soda in my mushroom cup that I finished, and a Corona. So, we're better behaved. Better behaved. Um, also, last episode I was drinking on the podcast, too, and I just want to be clear. I ju- we just record at night, is all. Yeah. We just record at night. I can't do this at my day job. Um, but I was I was too drunk and I was obnoxious. <laughs> there was a whole bit there where I was just interrupting Richie for sport, and that's your least favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So then I would just interrupt him and interrupt and interrupt, and then I'd mute myself, and you could just hear me still like being a goblin in the background. Yeah. So I I can't put that out there. Yeah. I also talked a lot about work. I said a lot about my job. That <laughs> <laughs> so we're just not. I also said a lot about uh, legal stuff that we may or may not be able to talk about yet. So yeah, that's true. So. I think we can't. We're not in a criminal trial. Well, Family uh-huh. court. <laughs> court can be sensitive sometimes, though. But mm-hmm. yeah. True, uh, back true. to who's hurt me. Yeah. Um, my mom passing away. That kind of. How'd she do that? <laughs> car crash. Car crash. Yeah, car crash. Um, that really. There was just a lot going on in that period of time. Like, sh- like, there was a lot of. She was going through a lot with the relationship at the time, and I um, was only, I was 14 when it happened, so I, like, wasn't really in the right, like, I didn't even know what to do. Yeah. And it was also kind of messed up because I went from a really crappy situation into, like, a really beautiful home-loving situation, and so there's also a lot of, like, emotional stuff and, like, guilt and not knowing what to do and... Mm-hmm. And things like that um, kind of shaped me out to be the anxious mess that I am today. Period. But we're on Lexapro. We're Lexapro girly over here. Um, Graduated from Lexi Amateur. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is just no drugs, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this fruit fly is driving me. Oh insane. my God. The fruit flies this year are horrible. They're terrible. And even my like clean fancy friends are like, there's fruit flies everywhere. Oh, my coworkers have been oh. complaining about it for weeks. So maybe it's our pool. Maybe our pool. Oh my god, the in pool the yes. <laughs> that we can't drain because our house will slip off the foundation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just a fruit fly farm. <clears throat> um, and then you know my grandma passed away. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Yeah, I was there. I was yeah. there when it happened. Yeah. We got the call at the same time, which was kind of, which is yeah. ironic because when my mom passed away, you were the person to tell me. I was. And then. Which, like, what was I qualified for that? Well, it's because my mom was just screaming I, in the I, street. I was the only one who was, like, with it enough. I remember my dad, because I was, I had gotten in trouble because uh, I got caught doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing. What were you doing? Spill the tea. Come on. I was <laughs> that could be your gossip. <laughs> yes. I was just, I made a fake Instagram and mom found it. And I wasn't doing anything like super terrible. Just was, leaving racist comments you on messaging, people's stuff? Were you messaging boys? I was. <laughs> you were messaging boys? I was, but like it was. Was it white boys? I don't even know. It's Instagram. Okay. But like it wasn't. You're like his profile picture was a dog. I know. How was I supposed to know? <laughs> it was nothing like inappropriate. Like I was I'm messaging 14. boys, but they were good boys because they were dogs. Right. <laughs> And I just remember my mom being like, it's not the fact of what you were doing. It's that you like hit it for no reason. Like she's yeah. like, oh, you had to do it. was just little stuff. I tell my I kids hit. that all the time. Like, I don't like sneaky. And that's like what's her, that was her biggest thing. And um, sorry, for, uh, excuse the dogs. They are dramatic. I don't yeah. know if we can hear them on this, but we can hear them in yeah. our living room. So yeah. it's annoying us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she sent me to go stay with my dad for the last like two weeks of the summer, mm-hmm. and in her life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm so sorry. Um, and I just remember I had so when I get in trouble, my mom would take away my good phone and she would give me those like Obama phones that mm-hmm. didn't even have a camera on the back, and you had to like hit seven seven times to like get the letter you wanted. Yeah, yeah. That's called uh, that's called T nine. Yeah, T nine. And I ran out of minutes. <gasps> And so I remember waking up and like on those phones, you can still see that people are trying to contact you. You just can't respond. And so I just remember I got a whole bunch of like text and calls and I was just like, huh, that's kind of weird. It's 11 o'clock at night. And so I had my dad call my grandma and my dad found out and he like broke down. Yeah. And just to clarify, they were not together. They were not together. They had a a terrible relationship. They were, they were terrible for each other. They were, but like in Not, a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like in a like a fun soap opera. It, it was life. that like right person, wrong time type of deal. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and I just remember him like yelling and screaming, and then he came in the room and put Grandma on speakerphone, and she just broke down. <sighs> and I remember you <laughs> snatching the phone and be like, "Give me that." Yeah. And I think it was yeah. because, like, you knew, like, you're just not even saying anything to her. She was. She wasn't saying anything. Well, and she was like screaming at cars that were driving by because the whole road was closed. They closed the whole road. Like, what? what's that street? 84th? 84th. They closed 84th, uh, which is like a five-lane street Yeah. because the crash was so bad. And people were driving. They were trying to, like, get home, and they couldn't get home. And people were, like, driving by, rolling down their windows and being like, what happened? What happened? And my mom was just screaming at people, like, my fucking baby dad, like, screaming at them. It was like... I, I had nightmares about it, about the way that she was screaming. And I stayed the night at her house that night. And she just woke up in the middle of the night and she's screaming at the news station who's reporting that, like, they're getting details wrong. And she's just, like, screaming. I will never forget that. Um, and it made me feel, like, immense pressure to stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, she cannot do this again. No. <laughs> Thank God she did not have to. Um, no. She uh, put that Uno reverse card down. She really did. <laughs> she really did. She said, yeah. yeah. And now I it and reversed it. Yeah. And then I remember you being like, your mom was in a crash. And I was just like, is she alive? And then you were like, no. Yeah. And I was just like, and I like, oh, I lost it. Yeah. And I just remember my dad. And it, and when I talk to him about it now, like I, I'll bring it up sometimes. And he's just like, I just didn't know what to do. 
Yeah. It was like, it was, it was a mix of me also finding out she passed away. Cause obviously like we had a kid together. That's my baby mom. Like, you yeah. Know. But he was like, and it's also like you like losing your mom. Losing your mom. 14. Yeah. And it was a lot. And I just remember he <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch and I lit a candle because I don't know why I remember being told that when somebody passes away, you light a candle. And you you light a candle. Your mom also loved candles. She did. She was a candle whore. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Beep. <laughs> um and he came out he was like do you want some ramen like do you (laughs) ramen and he made ramen he made me some ramen you want some dead ramen (laughs) (laughs) some chicken flavored (laughs) and then i'm sitting there ramen there we go top ramen and i ate like two packs of ramen i just remember like i didn't say anything the rest of the night like we just sat on the couch like no tv i just sat in silence what do you do yeah and i remember we went to pick you up the next day you did so matt Shout out to Matt. Um, he had texted him, and he was like, if you need me to come get you now. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was very – yeah, the accident happened at like 9. Yeah, and he was just like, I will literally leave Tacoma right now and come get you. And I was just like, no, like, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. And then I remember you being like, I have to go pick up Joe anyway. We're on our way back. We pass you. I will come pick you up. And I was like, I'd rather do that than Matt because, like – Yeah. I did. And the thing about that is my mom didn't go around family a lot because she was in a really abusive relationship, and our family likes to ask questions sometimes. Yeah, and and – and uh, not and not in a bad way, but just checking on her. And my mom was so put like wanted to hide that aspect of her life, even yeah. them asking her, like, oh hey, where is so and so? Like would have she would have yeah. felt. And, and she she was very sensitive to like guilt. And our family is so good at guilting people if they are like not around enough or not showing up enough. Yeah. Um and um I was just like, I yeah, Rachel can come get me and cause that was like an intermediate thing. And so, um, I remember you guys showing up, and I remember us driving down, and Joe was, like, playing these parodies songs on full blast in Rachel's ear. <laughs> and it was, like, the Muppets singing about, like, penises and all kinds of weird stuff. And I just remember Rachel turning around and being like, Joe, I love you, but I need you to turn that down. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, and then I remember when we got back into town, um, it like just turning onto the street and it just seeing all, it was a lot. And I went back to that house every night for the first like week after and I put Tori to bed because Tori was a year old. She it was, was literally the day after her first birthday. Literally day after. Um, and I rocked Tori. I put Tori to sleep every night for the first week. Um, and then I went, I would go periodically to check on you and to check on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since you guys moved out of there... I haven't gone back to that street since. Yeah, I I don't go on that side of town anymore. Um, but when we when I did work at um, the uh, Froyo shop. Oh yeah, Black Bear. I was in that area just in general, like Seventy Second, the Winko, all of that stuff, and yeah. I would just you know just memories and things like that. Sometimes I would like leave work, go drive past, say hi, and then go home, and yeah, and things like that. But I, it's I think it's also different because like I grew up on that street. You did, and you weren't I, there the night it happened. I wasn't, and yeah. you were, and that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. And were you with you weren't Were you with her at that point? Or? No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was not. I don't know if we'd met yet. It was right before I started comedy. I just remember. I think my only comedy friends at the time were Michael Tiemont and Jim Stewart Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just remember, like, Jim trying to get in ho- a contact with me, and I just was like, family emergency, can't talk. Yeah. And I was at work when it happened. My phone was dead. I was at work. Yeah. 
And I plugged it in, in the manager's office. Um, I was delivering pizza for Domino's. <laughs> and I just had a text that were like, 911, emergency, call me, 911. You yeah. need to get to your sister's house right now, blah, 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 blah. And for years after that, I had massive anxiety about my phone dying. Oh. If yeah. my phone died, I was like, someone's dead. Yeah. Or like my thing too is because both times now that I found out it's been a call. Yeah. I haven't been there. I haven't found out some, like it's been a call. And so now yeah. when my phone calls, especially like when I'm at work and I know people know I'm at work, I'm like, something's wrong. Yeah. And or like, if it's like a family member that doesn't call very often. Yeah. Like, cause Anytime, I, every time Nana calls me, I'm like, hello, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. And when, cause I got, I heard from Karin, I think Karin, who called you? I was there. No. No, 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 no. Grandma. Oh, uh, it was either Uncle Steve or Grandma, but I didn't find out until I got there. I drove all the way from Olympia yeah. to Tacoma, and then they told me there, I think, because they were worried about me driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can't remember if it was Dave Van Arnhem or if it was Uncle Steve, but they just, like, met me where I could park my car because I couldn't get to her house because the street was blocked. And they were walking with me, and I just they just said she didn't make it. And I was like, okay. And they're like, how do you feel? And I was like... I don't, I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't have, I don't, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then it was like, I got to my mom and she just was like, mm-hmm. and Jesse showed up and he's like, I thought it would be me. I was like, can you, <laughs> can you <laughs> like let her have her moment? <laughs> <laughs> She's literally on her death sidewalk and you are <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making and, it about yourself. And I remember like when I, when I first got to the house, like everybody coming up, hugging me, like I didn't want to go in the house. Yeah. I, I could not fathom being inside of the house. And I just remember, like, I don't want to go inside. Yeah. And everybody's like, you sure? Like you can go inside. I was like, I do not want to go inside. Yeah. Because once you go inside, it's real. It's real. And like my mom was the picture mom. So there's pictures on the walls. There's cards on the fridge. There's stuff in my room from her. And I, I, I was like, I can't handle that right now. Yeah. So I walked down to the pole where it happened. And I remember walking right past where all the candles and stuff were. And I was looking at the road rash area. And <laughs> there's just Burger King road stuff in there. And and um, I remember there being like Reese's wrappers. And I was just like, oh, there yeah. she is. <laughs> yep. I could identify her by the trash. I was like, I don't need to see a body. <laughs> mm, that was her. <laughs> she literally died on her way home from Burger King. She did. Her <laughs> And I remember that too, after she passed away, you made a joke. Um, this is how I know you should be, uh, you were going to be a comedian. Yeah, yeah. She was just like, if she would have survived that, she would have got out of the car and been like, of course my fat ass got in a car accident coming back from Burger King. Literally. <laughs> literally. Well, and that's kind of what fueled me to start stand-up, too. Yeah. Was because I was, like, scared to be by myself after yeah. that. Um, yeah. Because I d- I'd never known anyone who died before. So I was like, maybe if I'm by myself, I'll die, too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was swarmed with so much, like care and love and support at the same time it almost felt it was so overwhelming yeah like I people were like hey do you want to what do you want to do today and I'm like I just want to like be alone yeah like I need you know and then um I started therapy a couple years later because I thought you know at 14 I'm like I'm fine and I was also like I said I went into a really good situation so I was spending time with family I was going and doing things I just started eighth grade and and um, I was I was too focused on the good things. But once those good things started to become normal for me is when my body started to process what had happened. Yeah. And so I was just I like after the second year, I tanked. Yeah. And I was like, all right, we, were, we went to therapy and um, therapy was OK for me. But as uh-huh. a kid, like it just, I feel like it wouldn't it didn't do the effect that I thought it was going to. I thought it was like, oh, I'm going to talk to her twice and I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> And then I remember 
she also asked me about other things that weren't just what I was there for. Like I was there to process my mom passing away and she would be like, so what did your daily routine look like when you were seven? And I'm like, um, uh, I don't, I don't know. And then like we would talk and she'd be like, well, that's why you feel this way, honey. Cause in the pat, I'm like, we're just here to process something else. Why are you asking me that? Literally what? <laughs> right. Do you remember your childhood? Yeah. I don't. I remember every, I, I feel like I had such. You had a freaky memory from the day you were born though. Oh, I've always had it. We would be like walking in Fred Meyer and she would be like, do you remember that time four and a half weeks ago when you were going to the bathroom and you ran out of toilet paper and then you had to ask for toilet paper and we had just finished eating blueberries? <laughs> and everyone's like, Tiana, what the fuck <laughs> what are you talking about? I have memories from like when I was like three and four. Like I just remember a lot of stuff and that's why like. I sometimes I don't like the fact that it's like that because I had such a traumatic childhood from yeah. like eight and a half until I was 14. It was just so bad. When you were moved so much, you went to like, I went to a total of 12 different elementary schools. Elementary school is six years. In wow. six years, I went to 12 different schools. Damn. It was bad. It was bad. It I was really bad. Two. And also you couldn't see. <laughs> your, your eyes are so bad. My eyes are very and bad. And you still don't wear your glasses. I don't. I don't even have glasses anymore. Queen, let's go. I know. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, and my, and like, I don't know, it's, part of me now, too, I'm still moving around a lot, and like, I'm just like, oh, it's normal, it's normal, but like, I, like I'm like i excited for when I get older, and I'm just like, in one place for like, a million years, because just moving around was a lot, and it wasn't just like, oh, within the city, like, no, I was moved states, you went to Vegas. I went to Vegas. It was you're fucking two. I Why are you in Vegas? My mom <laughs> just like she literally booked the flight, was gone for a week, flew me out there and was like, We live here now and I was like Hello? I remember and then Hello? I remember one time when grandma was still around, she used to do the Sons of Norway dinners. Like she would go and make dinner for a whole bunch of people. I remember that. And I remember she sat me down one time. She was like, I just wanna let you know your mom left so and so today and she moved to Olympia, so you guys are gonna go to Olympia tonight and I was like Mm. You can't. <laughs> I mean, and and I will give your mom credit because she would leave. It I, it gives me a lot of perspective on like cycles of abuse because she would leave mm -hmm. and go back and leave and go back, go back and leave and go, go back, back and leave and go back. And every time she left, it was like this is the time. Yeah. And I mean, even when she died, she was like stacking bread is what she called it. Like she was stacking bread so she could get out. So she, she was, was planning mm. on doing it again. But I yeah. I really think that time would have been the last. It would have been it. Yeah. But she was stuck in that cycle of abuse and could not get away from this guy because, like, she couldn't live with grandma, with my mom, because yeah. I couldn't live with her either. Our relationship got so much better when I moved out. I moved out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I another thing with my mom, too, is she would always tell me, because as a kid, I would always question, like, why? Like, we literally moved to Vegas, and two weeks later, he moved to Vegas. Yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. And she would just be like, it's easier to be with somebody than to be without somebody and try to figure it out. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, I get that. But like, you were doing fine. Like, yeah. And I, and it would somehow she would change her number, get a whole new identity, man. Yeah. And just, it would just always end up right back where it was. And I remember the very, the last time that we left was when she was pregnant and we moved in with you. Yeah. And, um, I just remember thinking like, okay, this is it. Like it felt, it felt like that. Like I felt like it was going to be at the end. Like we lived, we, we lived with you uh -huh. um, that Christmas. It was just nice. Cause it was just me and her. And I was like, this is what I want. Yes. All I want. Yeah. And then she told me we're going back. And I just remember like 
screaming at her. How, yeah, how do you not be just, like, enraged? Yeah. Because he was shitty to her, but he was shitty to you, too. He was, like, mentally, physically. Yeah. And his thing was verbal. Yeah. And that's why I, I struggle a lot with, like, when people get upset. When, like, when someone's voice is raised, my body shakes. And it's because I was just in a constant yelling match all from 8 to 14. I was just always being yelled at, mm-hmm. always around yelling. And so when somebody raises their voice at me, I, I shut down. I'm like, I can't talk to you. Yeah. Because I'm used to just being screamed at and not having the opportunity to speak. So I, my, I learned I don't know what to say. Because I've learned I don't have I don't need to say anything. I just need to get yelled at and walk away and then sit in my room for the rest of the night. Which is not true. It's not true. And so now in the relationship I'm in, we will try to have normal conversations. Or like sometimes he will um, just try to like talk to me. And I, I shut down. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like you're it's if it's anything other than positive, I, I shut down. I don't know if you guys feel that way. If you guys. Yeah. No, it. Like, <clears throat> it's good to for me to know that because, like, how to interact with you better. And, um, like, with how I handle my own shit and how that affects y'all. Like, we had a, that conversation a couple nights ago. Yeah. Um, where I thought I just said, okay, I'm going to bed. But apparently I said I'm fucking going to bed. <laughs> so. it's, it just It slipped out and I was just like, did she know this? Yeah. I was more worried about the cuss word. I didn't even care, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but. Well, and it's, yeah, it, it it just, like, raises the tension. And when you <clears throat> come from an experience like yours, and I got yelled at by my mom. I didn't get yelled at by, like, a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, is why I try to, like, be mindful of it now. But, like, like I'd, I don't, I don't think I'd ever yell, but I, like, my you can tell when my vibes are off Mm -hmm. Um, your demeanor changes like you i mean i can tell that you're angry and i like need to hear you say out loud it's not it has nothing to do it's not your fault or like if it's my fault i'm like i need you to go be mad somewhere else because i'm gonna cry (laughs) please and like yeah and i know i don't have to walk on eggshells but it does feel like that sometimes but Mm -hmm. it's not like i don't know it's I don't think it's anyone's fault. Like we're all just traumatized people that are trying to not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I also feel like for you being like one, the only man in the house most of the time. Yeah. And two, I think between me, Rachel and Tori, we all have kind of the same issues and trauma. And so you're not dealing with one person. You're dealing with three people who have three sets of triggers and sets off and, and I feel like, yeah, like, sometimes I feel bad, too. I'd be like, okay, I did come home with an attitude, and he tried to say hi to me, and I, like, just walked right into my room. Yeah. But, like, I don't I don't notice that until I've calmed down, and I'm like, okay, I was being kind of rude then. Well, and there's brain science behind that. When we yeah. have a big feeling, you can't, like, think logically like you could normally. Yeah. Yeah, and so sometimes I'm yeah. like. And I, I never take that personal. I just. Oh, yeah. Um, but for some reason with Tori, like, part of me, like, internalizes it and. And does take it personal because, like, I'm trying to be a parent, and it, uh, like, a lot of times it feels like she doesn't want me to be her parent. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's I mean, no kid wants a parent, (laughs) but I think she's also she's not used to a dad, yeah, had a lot of women in her life, and I think she's slowly, I think she's slowly accepting the fact that okay, this man is going to be in my life now. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I just think she's not used to having a consistent <clears throat> male figure in her life. Yeah, and yeah, I've been in therapy, so been talking about that mm-hmm. uh, in both my group sessions and the one-on-one sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been helping a lot in this, like the past couple of days. I Like in the moment, I have a hard time seeing the positive stuff but mm-hmm. then like looking back and I'm like oh yeah she is taking like steps to where we can meet in the middle but yeah um yeah the past couple of days it's been a lot easier for me to notice that and so that's been good but that's good yeah yeah and you're like i feel like we're talking about you like you're some big yelly monster you're not oh, you're not you're not it's actually pretty mild he just is a brown man and stomping around the house uh, in a house full of women that are just like hanging on by yeah, a thread I, I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah and and like I don't have any experience being a woman, so mm-hmm. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say a woman? I, th- I I don't know. That's just what I heard. Oh, okay. Um, but I understand that like it's not specific to me. It's just like the potential of an angry general man. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not you. It's like <clears throat> it's like it's, it's our hard. brain jumps yeah. to to someone else. Yeah. And I try to like. I try to remember that, but, like, that's a lot for me to carry around all the time. Like, I have to watch how I express my emotions, and then, like, I just internalize everything, and then I end up spiraling into thinking I'm a bad person for feeling angry in the first place. Yeah, which is yeah. for sure not the you case. You gaslight yourself is what you do. Truly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when you moved in, Tiana, you were like, I was like, is there anything, like, you need from us? Like, what are your expectations? And she just was like, please, like, if you're fighting, just, like, yeah. don't scream in front of me. And I was like, oh, Richie and I, we don't scream at each other. We, like, give each other butterfly kisses every night. And the sad thing about that, I wasn't even joking, like, straight face. Like, I was being so serious. I was like, just don't fight in front of me, please. Yeah, you're like, when you're screaming and fighting at each other, when you're throwing hands, can you just go do it somewhere else? And I was like, Tiana, that is not how we talk to each other here. Yeah, well, that is not how we... When Richie busts out a switchblade because he's Mexican, can you just not... (laughs) Well, because in that, too, like, I wasn't... My stuff wasn't normal. Like, I was dodging plates being thrown around the room. I was... That's not... Yeah. I remember one time time like knives were being thrown and I was like literally running away because they were in my direction like yeah and I'm like I'm used to big stuff like that and so I remember talking I was like just please don't like and I was like Tiana that's not what love is <laughs> I remember a couple times like I would toss something to you and like that would trigger you I was like oh I forgot about that my bad <laughs> yeah really <laughs> you've been just like ran- <laughs> just really thrown them out there I'm trying to get these goddamn fruit flies I, I tell you what I think one just landed in my eyeball <laughs> oh no Fuck a fruit fly. Yeah. 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 But I would say, I feel like we're all adjusting to having a child in the house. I agree. And, she and is too. She's doing a, a good job. Yeah. And she's eight, not two. Yep. <laughs> it caught me for a second. I was like, she's two. And I was like, oh no, she meant like she is as well. T O. 55 seconds late, I came in with the air horn. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? Yeah. Um, but I also, I'm. I'm also trying to tell myself, like, some of the things she's doing is just kid shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's. She's just being a kid. Like, she, we will tell her to go brush her teeth and she will spin on the floor and laugh and then go brush her teeth. And yeah. it irritates yeah. myself. It's like, she's going, but. This morning, I had to, like, we landed on painting her teeth as a way to make it fun. And that's what got her to do it this morning. So, yeah. That's where that came from. I don't know. Yeah. You. You weren't filled in. It was like, paint your teeth? What the fuck? Oh, I do that all the time. That's what I, that's my daily lingo. I said what I said. (laughs) Tor, tor, okay, I was not expecting her to like some of the songs that she likes. Yeah. She also is very sensitive about bad words. She is. The other day on the way to school, she goes, Rachel, I'm going to 
I'm going to make sure I get rid of all the bad words on the internet so Mylan never hears about it. I was like, girl. That's crazy. And I think it's because grandma used a lot of cuss words. We call them grandma words. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Looking back on my childhood, um, I would... I was that kind of kid too. Like my my sister was the like I was the good kid, and my sister was the 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 rebel, the wild child. Mm-hmm. And so like we'd be listening to a song on the radio, and uh, I I knew the song, so I I knew the bad word was coming up, and I would be in the back seat, and I just straight up yell over it like ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it got to a point where like my mom was getting mad at me too. <laughs> it was uh the song was uh, Mary J. Blige the. The dancery one. Copyright infringement. I wasn't saying the words. It's still intellectual property. Isn't there a parody rule because of Weird it, Al? No, you're right. Weird Al did pave the way. Weird Al walked so I could run <laughs> on my podcast. Yeah. Okay, can I be clear about that? Yeah. Weird Al, if you're listening, if you're one of my thousands of listeners, one of my 40s of listeners. <laughs> I like the idea of people counting things by forties. Forties, yeah. Yeah. Um not like not like groups of forty, but like single forty ounce malt liquor bottles. Oh. Oh, that that brought back some memories of college. Some phasing memories, I, but they were memories. Yeah. I went to a trade school, so I don't have like these big college stories and dorms. Like I literally just I would go do my thing and then leave. Uh-huh. Period. And I was also like I also didn't do like teaching. I didn't do education. Like I did. I it was dental assisting. It was a medical thing. Yeah, so you're like teach me how to pull a tooth. Yeah, and I'll go home. And I'll, literally was my life. Literally. I don't need to know about math. Oh, I got one. Teach me about fillings. Teach me. I teach me about fillings. Also, don't have like <laughs> any crazy stories until I turned eighteen because I was like raised in a stricter living area and then i moved with my grandma and she was like really strict surprisingly well but less so because i remember her being like you can wear a tank top like you were scared to wear a tank top like the spaghetti strap she was like oh my mom would never let me wear a spaghetti strap without something over it yeah i remember one time my mom would tell me leggings aren't pants so i would started wearing shorts so i put on leggings here was the fit guys okay prime fit tiana like tw- not 2016 is when she died so like 2012 2013 Leggings, jean shorts over the leggings. Did your aunt have an emo phase or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then I would do tank top and then a long sleeve over the tank top, but you got to make sure that tank top showing. It's got to be peeking under. It's got to be, be peeking, peeking under. under. And if you're real fancy, you got like five of them bitches and on. And a jean jacket. A jean jacket. With some Converse. You didn't have to do that to him. Oh, and I did it to him. You, you left no crumbs. That was, Hello. I hated wearing jackets and that was my mom's compromise. She was like, put on your jean jacket. And I could be literally wearing nothing that needs a jean jacket. And I would put on a jean jacket. Is there something in the dog's mouth? I don't know. She was licking her chops like she had just eaten something. She probably did. What did you do? What did you do? This is Lady, everybody. You're watching on YouTube. quiet, too. Yes. You've probably seen is the dogs. live, or? Yeah. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you just, yeah, you just trauma. Tonight at story time, <laughs> Rachel, so in her spot books, there's just random capitalized letters, man. Mm-hmm. Rachel, it's like the vocab words. Instead of bolding them, they capitalize. Yeah. And Rachel would, like, yell them. And Tori would go, I'm traumatized. <laughs> It was so funny. I couldn't believe she said that out loud. And the fact that she is traumatized and her saying that, I'm like, yeah, honey. Literally. <laughs> literally. It has nothing to do with this book right now because you're loving this. Yeah. That's so funny. 
<laughs> so funny. Um, we are reaching the time in the podcast where we need to transition. Okay. To hot some hot goss. Hot oh. goss. So, who's got some gossip? You got gossip, Richard? Any hilltop on your walks? Have you seen anything crazy? <gasps> oh, that's Fantastic. that's a good idea for a source of inspiration. Um, there's got to be some crackhead that you saw running around booty butt naked in the street. Booty butt naked. No. <laughs> Not booty butt naked. <laughs> I even like stopped at the, the sketchy shell and there was just nothing. Wow. Um, Hilltop's quiet now. There was, I don't, there, I don't think this was anything, but there was a guy that like made a purchase, walked out to his car, came back in, made another purchase, walked out, back out to his car. Mm-hmm. Sketchy. So that was weird. <laughs> probably, yeah, I, probably drugs. Probably drugs. I don't, yeah. The first trip that I saw was some cans, so mm. probably, I don't know. But it was it was early in the morning. Maybe they were energy drinks because he was headed to work. Yeah, it could have been. Or maybe it was beer so he could be drunk at work. I don't know. Who knows? Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. So. Yeah, we recently had to call the cops to my uh, building. Ooh. Why? So, and there's this, like, sketchy car place across the street so like we're in a big lot uh-huh. and it's like our parking area and then like the this business and you just see cars coming and going and at first we thought it was a chop shop and we were we were so invested in this building <laughs> yeah and so um uh one day there was this red car and there was this man and this woman and they were fist fighting each other in the car <gasps> And I was on my break, and I'm so nosy, so I just, like, stood outside of my car. And yeah. I just, like, listened to them. One, yeah. to make sure if she needed medical attention, because, like, low-key was... You're like, I'll pull your tooth out, girl. And yeah, I was going to say, who I was gonna say who won. <laughs> and, and two, I was just, like, it's kind of juicy. And, like, they yeah. were screaming at each other, man. Damn. Screaming. And they were just throwing hooks. And then, all of a sudden, I see a dog's head pop up in the back seat. Not the dog. And I was like, we need to call 911 <laughs> immediately. Yeah. What, what the dog know? So, my coworker called the cops and was like, hey, there's two people physically hurting each other, da 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 and so I went back in from break, and my first patient didn't show up for the day. And I was like, cool. So I'm standing in the doctor's office watching this car, and the girl gets out and lets the dog out, and then the guy gets out. Uh-huh. And they are just going at it. They're pushing each other. <gasps> they're screaming. They're yelling. And then um, he kind of walks away from her. And I'm like, okay, it's over. You know, it's done. And then she came back to the car, and she they start cleaning out the car. I'm like, are you guys, like, living in your car? Like, what is going on? What like, is, is this, that? It, like, everyone in They're the like, office. like, we were fighting over the dishes. <laughs> everyone <laughs> in the office is, like, around. This, they're checking the windows. Like, we're all invested. Yeah. And they start, like, throwing. She's throwing trash at him. She picked up, like, his clothes. She's throwing his clothes at him from the car. God damn. And I was like, oh, he cheated. Something happened. Yeah. And then the manager from the business came out, didn't say anything. And then he looks at them and was just like, are you going to pick up the trash on my floor? <laughs> like, didn't say anything about the fact that, like, one of them's bleeding. They're literally been fist fighting each other in this car for, like, an hour now. You know? And so we called the cops again. And we're like, hey, are you guys, like, coming? Because they're still hurting each other. They're still going at it. Literally. And the whole time, the dog's just, like, walking around this parking lot. <laughs> it's like mm. a, a beautiful pit bull. He's just, like, chilling. He's like, yeah, they do this sometimes. Right. I'm just going to go for my little walk. And the cops never showed up. Of course. You know what? Never showed up. Those fucking assholes. And, like, literally, it went on for another hour. They called us back and asked if they were still fighting. No, and they're we, dead now. And we said, They're dead now. Yes, they are currently punching each other in the car. Still never showed up. 
And I was just like, how? Serve and protect. Who? Who? Right. But, yeah, and I just, like, we still talk about it. And turns out the guy worked there. At the car place? At the car, whatever it is. Oh, my God. And, like, he was just like, yeah, they, they," because my manager went over there and got all the tea. Yeah. Oh, of course. And, uh. And um, was just like, yeah, you know, he works here and da 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 da. And I saw that car again the other day, and I was just like, there's no female this time. And I was like, did you guys break up? What's going on? Is she in a ditch? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Where's the dog? Has. Where did the dog go? Hopefully with the girly, and hopefully it's not in the ditch. Right. But yeah, that's my like hot. That's your hot gossip. Yeah. What's well, yours? Um, here's the deal. Oh, I have a little bit of hot gossip. Um, I I don't have anything like super juicy this week because no one's been mean to me. Uh, maybe they learned. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no one's been mean to me. Except me right now. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to mute you. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, no one's been mean to me. No hot gossip on that front. I, I shared some work gossip on the last episode. Yeah. About some parking lot drama. Yeah. Where we were told we weren't allowed to park in our lot because the fancy... People from the ivory tower at the district oh, were going to come, yeah. and they're having their meetings at our new building, even though they never even looked at us before we got rebuilt. <sighs> we were told to park on the playground. Park on the playground. Park on the playground. The no playground. When when a visitor comes to my house, I don't move my car. Right. Yeah. You park on the street. Yeah. I'm not parking on the. You're at my house. I'm not moving my car out of the garage. Exactly. Ah, <sighs> I was so mad. I'm sorry. I just got loud. I'm. So mad about that. Um, I didn't even go into work that day, so really it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But it just was the principal. Yeah. My principal's amazing. Um, L-E, principal, not A-L, principal. Uh, But um, my hot gossip now is different. Mm -hmm. So I am a stand-up comedian. Did you guys know that? I did know that. Oh, you are? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Is that how we met? Yep. Um, And comedy's kind of misogynistic, right? Yeah. Yeah, that has nothing to do with gossip. I just wanted to say it again. That's why I'm massaging your knee right now. Massaging. Massage my knee. Um, <laughs> that's that was really funny. <laughs> but you know what? Let's just have a moment <laughs> for my husband. What does massaging mean? Uh, it means like men hate women. Oh, okay. Essentially, I'm going to use that now. So just yeah. most of the world. It's yeah. like men who like no matter what you do, you're never going to be good enough for them because you don't have dick and balls. <sighs> you know, man. They're like, oh. Oh, you won an Oscar? Show me your ball sack. <laughs> Show me your ball sack. Then it'll be cool. Whip it out. Whip it out, brother. <laughs> it's not gay. It's not gay. If there's socks on. Which, in that case, you would think that they would love trans women, but... They no. don't. They sure don't. They don't. Um, um, <laughs> anyways, some big mm-hmm. misogynists in that. PNW. Uh, that has nothing to do with this. Why am I talking about that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, there's a, a club oh. I work... Good God, Copper. Speaking of misogyny, you think you can just bark over a woman when she's talking? You don't even have balls, bro. You don't, yeah, literally. You got fixed. <laughs> um, there's a club I work for, and they have this new booking procedure. Uh, and so you, like, fill out this survey, and then they, like, email you, and they're like, hey, you still available for this? We'd love to do it. And I got an email saying, hey, do you want to feature at this show on Sunday? And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I get on Facebook, and my good old buddy, Mike Coletta, mm-hmm. he posted hey, I'm featuring at the show <gasps> on Sunday. And I said, oh, are you, brother? Because I'm featuring at that show on Sunday. <laughs> um, 
And I think it's probably a showcase. So actually, we're both probably on the show. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But the hot gossip is potentially me and Mike are going to go perform at the same time. We're both going to it's going to be dueling stand up comedians, which I think is a lost art form. Uh, And we are going to just see who is funnier Ah. when you perform at the same time. Um, and if, if they won't let us do that, if they won't give us two mics, uh, we'll, f- we'll fight in the parking lot. <laughs> There's no parking lot there. We'll fight on the sidewalk on the side to figure out who gets to do the spot. I think it is a showcase situation. Cause I think it is, too. It's the Stand Up for Pitch show, which I'm very excited about. Um, it should actually be coming out the day that this podcast is released. So if you are in downtown Tacoma, <laughs> come to the club and see me and Mike duke it out or perform together or both. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, poor Canelo's dose. You know. I don't. I don't think Mike has it in him to <laughs> fist fight anyone. I think he could. I think he could. I think you're doubting his man bun. I think you're intimidated by his man bun because your man bun is better. Wait, that's how intimidation <laughs> works. Honey, let's let's recap. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um. T- <laughs> also, Michael is a sweet, wholesome man. He is. He's delightful. We're going to add a new segment to the podcast starting next week because we don't have time this week. Um, and it's going to be called Who Hurt You? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be called Who Hurt You? And we are going to come up with uh, some some influencers, some B, D-list celebrities that are just out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kind of dive into their content, dive into what they're saying and putting out online. And we are going to hypothesize mm-hmm. what kind of trauma... <laughs> Has led yeah. to them when being the way that they are. When she says dive into, she means we're going to make stuff up. Yeah, it's going it. to be completely made up. Um, and it's going to be people that... Um, Controversial people. Yeah, but like not like... We're not going like Kanye. We're not going... Oh, like, no. We need some like... I want someone you're going to have to Google because you don't know yeah. who they are. It's like someone has a weird opinion about some inconsequential thing. Yeah. Or... It's like that Tacoma comedian who like went all QAnon. Do you remember that? I'm not going to say his name. Rhymes with... Rock. I know you. Uh, yep, you don't have to say it. Yeah. Uh, His name spoonerizes very funnily. <laughs> it <laughs> does. You're right. You're right. Um, he went all QAnon and was posting crazy things on on TikTok. Like, he went to January sixth. He was there, and he was like posting things like, like Trump is president, and it's just he's the he's the secret president, and there's the real president. <laughs> things like that. Um, so it's people like that. That's who we're going for. We're not going for. Okay. Anyone big, we're not going for anybody that we, like, know personally unless they have welcomed us to do so. Levi Manis, looking at you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that um, is coming. So if you have any suggestions for people you would like us to um, unofficially diagnose. Yeah. And or make fun of. And or make fun of. Yeah. That's that's starting next week. We're also going to have more guests. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we may not, but sometimes we will. Yeah. Sometimes I might make a couple of appearances. Too. Yeah. 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 We'll be a recurring person. Because you're here and you don't care that our living room is messy. Yeah, I clean the living room. So. Period. If you want to be on my podcast, you just have to know that my living room is messy. And But we have a backdrop, so you yeah. can't even really tell. You can't. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to close it out? Yeah. How do we, we close We have to it do out? our closing segment. Okay. We have to say all at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first word okay. you can think of. Oh, right. Okay. starts with the letter R. Rachel. No, okay. You, you, didn't, d- you didn't count. Oh, was I supposed I was to count? <laughs> yeah. I okay. count you were praying over there. Okay. I the first letter you can think of that starts. The first letter? <sighs> that starts with. The first <laughs> Y you can think of. <laughs> the first <laughs> word you can think of that starts with the letter I. One, two, three. Igloo. Igloo. No fucking way. That's a podcast. You guys are amazing. I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you.